right. Fritzberger and Blood and Faith.com, 19 January 2024. The WEF is busy creating a new enemy and prosecuting a new enemy. The new enemy is called the freedom of speech. The new enemy is those dissenting from the agenda, the message, and the truth of what our elites would have us believe and say and know and do. This is a common enemy. This is not an unusual enemy. This enemy goes back goes back to creation. There was false news and fake news in the Garden of Eden. There was disinformation in the Garden of Eden. The Almighty God, Jesus Christ, tells Adam, don't you touch that tree in the day that you eat of it. Thou shalt surely die. The counter comes up. Satan comes up to Eve. He said, Eve, go ahead and eat that tree. Eat the tree of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. Thou shalt surely shall not die. <laughs> Disinformation. Counter-narratives. Fake news. There's nothing new under the sun. There's nothing new under the sun. People act like this stuff is new. It's not. It's not new. Let's just snap up the timeline another, oh, I don't know, 3,000 years. Let's go back to 2,000 years ago. Let's go back to the time of Jesus Christ. Fake news. Counter-narrative. Disinformation. War of the information. There's a war on for your mind. I think, isn't that an Alex Jones saying? Info wars. And Jesus Christ comes out of the woodwork, so to speak. He wasn't a rich or famous man. He became famous and he's... Turns out he's the creator of the universe. He's the one that gave Moses the Ten Commandments. But in any respect, he emerges in that little area over there, Judea, Samaria, Palestine, call it what you want, in a land where his ancestors settled, only on his mother's side, by the way. And he encountered a group of people who held the power of the narrative. They held the power of the narrative. They could determine what was true and false, what was right and wrong. And immediately, Jesus Christ countered them. Immediately, Jesus Christ counters the Jew. He counters the Jew. Nothing, I'm telling you guys, nothing has changed in 2,000 years. You want it to change. You want the Jews to be the good guys. And they're not. They weren't 2,000 years ago. They weren't in the time of the prophets. They weren't in the time of the book of Acts. And they're not the good guys today. And just because you say you're a Jew doesn't mean you're the biological descendant of Israel. It does not mean that whatsoever. Cover that. Try not to cover that too much this morning. But it's something that's got to get through the thick heads of the evangelical church. They want to bow down and worship the trannies. They want to bow down and worship the trannies. Why are you worshiping the trannies? How, how, so... so <laughs> You think you're smart because you can go out there and you can recognize a training. Well, that's not really a woman. That's a man. I can tell. Now, how come you're so smart when it comes to uh, women's swimming contests where you can tell a male from a female, but you can't figure that out in, in, in 
in the Bible. You can't figure that out theologically. How come you can't figure it out? How come it's so easy and you think you're so bright and so smart to figure out a male-female tranny, but you can't figure out a theological tranny? Why is that? It's almost like God sent along the biological trannies you get the church to wake up. Come on, dude. You're living with these trannies. You're living with these people that claim to be Jews, but they're not, and they're liars, and they're the synagogue of Satan, said Jesus Christ. And you think you're so sophisticated because you recognize a, a tranny female male swimmer, but you can't recognize that just because somebody says, oh, I'm a Jew, you can't recognize that they're not in any way, shape, or form the biological children of Israel. But Jesus Christ could. John chapter 8. He said, you're of your father the devil. Revelation 2.9. You're not real Jews. You're liars. You're the you're Satan's synagogue. Revelation 3.9. So you're not real Jews. You're liars. You're Satan's synagogue. I'm going to come and make you bow down to the people that I truly love. You people that call yourself Jews, Jesus Christ will make you bow down before the people that God loves. And I'm not going to get too theological on that, but that is His church. That is the church of Jesus Christ. It is us white and European Christians. So Jesus Christ comes out and He immediately defies the Jew. He immediately defies the Jew. He immediately goes on an information campaign, an information warfare campaign against the Jews. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to the Father except through me. Oh, the Jews were ticked. Oh, they were ticked. They had control. They had total control over the, all of their society. And they'd spread their, they had spread their evil tentacles throughout the, the, the Roman world, throughout the European world, throughout uh, uh, the uh, Sahel, northern Africa, Mediterranean Africa, Egypt. They'd spread their evil tentacles, their evil teachings, their evil false news, false narratives all over the place. And Jesus comes along and he says, hey, you're of your father, the devil. You're hypocrites. You're liars. You're trying to kill me and I am the son of God. I am the son of God. Jesus Christ said. He declared himself the son of God. As God in the flesh. I and the father are one, Jesus Christ said. John chapter 10, verse 30. I and the Father are one. Oh, they picked up stones to kill him. False narratives, disinformation, information warfare, false news, fake news. The battle is nothing new, guys, ladies, gentlemen, Christians, white men. Oh, Fritz is speaking to white men. He must be racist. So you guys dislodge yourselves of Satan's rules, the happier you will be, the freer you will be. It's like Jesus Christ. The Jews come along and say, you're washing your hands wrong. And Jesus says, I don't care about your traditions. I couldn't care less about your traditions. You undermine the fifth commandment to, be, to, to honor your ancestors, to honor your racial line. It, it, and, and in place of that, you want to talk about hand washing? He said, get out of here. Get, get out of here. I'm not even going to address your hand-washing stuff. I'm not going to sit here and have some fake argument with you about whether or not I'm washing my hands right, Jesus Christ said. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I'm, I'm really washing them correctly according to the... No, I'm not even going to go there. not even going to waste my time with you drawing me down some narrative that is irrelevant, utterly irrelevant. And the sooner people recognize it, the better off and the freer they'll be. 
Jesus said, I'm not going to even address this. These are your man-made traditions. I'm talking about the law of God, the word of God, the fifth commandment to honor your ancestors, and you defy it for your little, silly, little, stupid traditions, your man-made precepts. And we do the same thing today. We do the same thing today. Oh, Fritz, you're racist. I'm not even going to address that because it's, it's not a term that God uses. It's not a term that you find in the law of God. In fact, you find the exact opposite, the fifth commandment, to honor one's ancestors, to honor one's racial line. I could care less about the accusation that I'm a racist or sexist or anti-Semitic. These are Satan's rules. Why do you give heed to Satan's rules? Why do you give heed to the man-made precepts? This is what Jesus Christ went after. He went after this fake news, this false narrative, these lies that the Jews propagated. you got to wash your hands carefully. You can't be racist, sexist, or misogynist, or homophobic. Jesus had the same equivalent of that 2,000 years ago. Jews come up to him, you're not washing your hands right. Jesus said, I'm not even going to address that. I'm not going to sit here and argue with you that I'm, I'm uh, washing my hands correctly. I'm not even going to go there. I'm going to say, you defy the fifth commandment that I wrote. You defy the fifth commandment which I wrote, said Jesus Christ to the Jews. And you got these silly little man-made traditions that you've made up in place of the Word of God. Oh, and we do the same thing today. Oh, Fritz is a racist. Fritz is anti-Semitic. <laughs> Come on. And I'm trying to reach the Christians. I could care less what Satan's synagogue says. They're, they're not going to change. Jews didn't change in the time of Christ. They're not going to change now. Now, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to reach the church. I'm trying to reach the Christians. They say, why do you elevate these man-made traditions? You can't be misogynist. You can't be sexist. You can't be racist. You can't be anti-Semitic. When, when you go through the Holy Scriptures, in every one of them, Jesus Christ takes the box. He literally takes the box in every one of them. He's racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic, queerphobic, intolerant, divisive, and anti-Semitic. Every single one of them, Jesus Christ texts. And you're sitting there, you're sitting there trying to have an argument with Satan's synagogue about why you're not a racist, or why you're not an anti-Semite, or why you're not homophobic, or queerphobic, or why you're not intolerant, or why you're not... Why? Why? This is the false narrative in the false set of morality that they have set up to, to pummel you into submission. To pummel you into submission. We're going to beat you into submission. We're going to come out and we're going to accuse the brethren of sins that are no sins at all. I mentioned this yesterday in my podcast or whenever that last podcast was. You got the Christians out there. They're trying not to smoke and they're trying not to lust and they're trying not to drink and they're trying not to steal and they're trying not to commit adultery. And you break one of those things and oh my God, the wrath of Satan comes down on you and accuses and accuses and accuses and accuses and accuses and puts you on Time Magazine, puts you in the Wall Street Journal, puts you everywhere. Now when his children do that, there's nary a peep, is there? When Satan's children come out and commit all those crimes, Satan doesn't talk about it. He doesn't accuse uh, his synagogue. Bill Clinton was an adulterer. Nobody cares. Satan's not accusing of that. Donald Trump, he slept with a woman. Oh my God, we got to charge him with rape. <laughs> this is the hypocrisy of the Jew. Literally the hypocrisy of the Jew. We live through it every day and we can't recognize it. Oh my God, he was sexist and he was racist. Then you got this other set of, uh, uh, you know, Satan's rules. You can't be sexist. You can't be racist. You can't be homophobic. Oh, did you hear what Donald Trump? Did you hear what Fritz Berger said about the homosexuals? He can't even speak to. I, I was had an uh, interaction with an AI 
actually Gabby. I, I like Gab. I'm on Gab at Cybertext, C Y B E R T E X T. And, they, and, and Torba over there, he set up a based AI, supposedly. They started talking about trannies. <laughs> I asked them a question about trannies. And the, and the Gab AI, the based AI, wrote me back and, and rebuked me and said I wasn't speaking about them respectfully. <laughs> that they're, they're, they're transsexual persons and ought to be accorded the respect they deserve. And I just thought, go back to the drawing board there, uh, Mr. Gab, and uh, try that one again. The warfare of information is nothing new. And now you get the WEF out there. The WEF has set itself up as, as the global government. I mean, that's and that's indeed that is the fraud of democracy. We live in a democracy. No, you don't. You have no say in your government. You don't have no say in the laws you live under. Why do you even persist in this stuff? And you get the liar in chief up there ranting on about democracy this and democracy that, and you have zero say in your own government. Nobody voted for open borders. Nobody voted for this vax. Nobody voted for a tranny story hour. Nobody voted for homosexual marriage. Nobody voted to take the Ten Commandments off, to the, off the walls of the schoolhouse. Nobody voted uh, uh, to take uh, Jesus Christ out, out of our schools. Nobody voted for this. You, you had no say in this. You had no say in this. And then, and then when you get these representatives, these congressmen up there, and these senators up there, they're bribed and blackmailed. And it's, it's being done in, in, in broad daylight. Whether it's it's Lockheed Martin Marietta bribing them to vote a certain way on a defense appropriation, or it's or it's the you know foreign um, intelligence operations Epstein Island blackmailing senators, members of the Supreme Court, influential people, billionaires, and, and we know about it. Our our intelligence agencies know it. Probably participate in it. FBI knows about it participates in it. We know that. We know the FBI goes out there and blackmails Americans to uh, spy and lie uh, against their fellow citizens. We don't live in a democracy. We don't live in a free country. That's gone. The illusion that it's free is propagated by the people that control you. They tell you you live, it's, but it's, you know, it's nothing new. Again, nothing new. Nothing new. Same in this old Soviet Union. Same in North Korea today. You live in a free country. Your great leader KJU loves you, and he's got your best interests at heart. Okay, nothing's new. Nothing's new about this stuff. Cuba under Castro, I'm here to take care of you and, and, and fight against the, the evil gringos from up north. Nothing's new. All right, French Revolution, I don't care whether you, you side with Louis XIV or Robespierre. It doesn't matter. There's always a contest between light and darkness, truth and, and, and lies, Fake news and real news, one narrative versus the other narrative. And if you're not in the battle for the narrative that is explicit in the Holy Scriptures, then you've sided with the enemy. I mean, I, I don't know how else to say that. The narrative of the Holy Scriptures is what matters. And it is the job of the Christian church to propagate the narrative of the Holy Scriptures, of the Word of God, of Jesus Christ. And I, I bring those all together. Jesus Christ is called the Word of God. Jesus Christ is called the Word of God. Why, why do we act as if the Holy Scriptures are some sort of optional, historically uh, constructed uh, tale of what you know people thought might have maybe happened 2,000 years ago? Why do we treat it that way? 
Jesus Christ is literally the Word of God. His Word is eternal. Heaven and earth will pass away, but not one jot or tittle of His Word will pass away. Well, the book of Acts, is, that's just a historically constructed idea of what you know a certain sect of Christians thought happened back then. No, 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 no. If you're a Christian, you can't say that. What you have to say about the book of Acts is this is eternal. It's forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And it applies today as much as it applied 2,000 years ago. And when Jesus Christ looks at the Jews and He says, you're of your father the devil, it's really embarrassing. I'm embarrassed on behalf of my church. I'm embarrassed on behalf of my brethren in the church because the church is embarrassed to say that. Now, I get it that you're going to have some of that, but there's, there's no excuse. Remember, Jesus Christ comes out in, I, I don't know, John 6, 7, 8. I can't remember which. He says, eat my flesh and drink my blood. They turn around and they ran. They said, oh my God, let's get rid get, I can't, we can't do this. Eat my flesh and drink my blood. Hey, you got to eat my flesh and drink my blood. Well, what a, what a sales show that is. What a wonderful sales pitch that is. Oh, you got to eat my flesh and drink. Oh, okay. Well, let, where do I shine up? And they turn around and left by the hundreds. Jesus Christ looks at his disciples. He looks at the twelve. He says, hey, you can leave too. Don't let the door hit your butt on the way out. Who do you serve? Who do you serve? Are you loyal to Jesus Christ? Are you loyal to the Word of God? Or is this a little happy club? The good news is in 2024, 2023, the, the hammer's coming down, baby. The heat's being turned up. We're going to figure out where you're at. doesn't matter which side you go to. does not matter which side you go to. Go to Satan. Go to the Jews like Judas Iscariot did. Many, 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 many Christians, many pastors go to the side of the Jews. That's what Judas Iscariot is. Why do you think the story is in there about Jesus Iscariot? Is that just a one-off? Well, you know, Judas, he made this weird choice. It was really bizarre. He just decided to side with it. No, it's not a one-off. It's not a weird choice. It's a very natural and powerful and reasonable and logical choice to make if you're a man of the world. Side with the Jews, by all means. If your prize is in this life, you better side with the Jews. If your prize... You have the honor. You have the choice of honor. You have an opportunity to have honor in your life by siding explicitly with what Jesus Christ said out of His own mouth. You have the honor of boasting what Jesus Christ said. Eat my flesh and drink my blood and boast of it. Be proud of what he said. You have the honor of saying what Jesus Christ said in John chapter 8, verse 44. And boasting of it and being proud of it. And every other ridiculous and unreasonable and racist and divisive and anti-Semitic thing he ever said. You have a chance of honor and glory to boast of the words of Jesus Christ. Oh, they're going to call me this and that and that and that. Look, I'm trying to set you free. Jesus said, look, if they call me Beelzebul, what do you think they're going to call you? Do you think he was just lying? Do you think he's making this up? Do you think he's just coming up with some sort of thing to throw in the Bible because we've got to fill the Bible up? Nobody believes in Beelzebul anymore. I do. Maybe you do. But what's the equivalent today if you live in a world that doesn't believe in God or the devil? Well, it, you know, the, the, the greatest evil in the world since, I don't know, 47, 1950, 
since in the post-war area, generally speaking, the greatest evil on the planet, it, 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 ain't, it ain't the trannies, it ain't the homos, it ain't the Africans, the Nazis, white Christians. Oh, but they killed the Jews, they killed the Jews, they killed the Jews. The greatest evil on the planet today, according to the Jews, according and, and, and all the people that follow the Jews, the Nazis, the racists, and that's not good enough. That's that that didn't cast a big enough net. So they threw in some other words like racist, uh, the homophobes, the transphobes, the intolerant, the divisive, the anti-Semitics. Because racist wasn't a big enough word, didn't capture enough people to punish and destroy, disarm, put on the defensive. Everybody's running around. I'm not a racist because I'm not a racist because I'm not a racist because. And I just want to say, you know what, you're wasting, literally you're wasting your time. Jesus Christ didn't do that. He didn't do that. When they came up to him and, and, and gave him their man-made precepts, he said, listen, he, he rebuked him. He said, listen, you, you trash the law of God for your little made-up precepts, your little made-up moralities. So with the WEF and the U.S. government, I'm not going to call it the deep state, it's the, explicitly the U.S. government. They've come out and said the, our greatest threat is disinformation, false narratives, and fake news. And we're going to have a whole of government, public-private partnership to crush this. And we saw that. We've seen that in the last three years. And that's why, they got, that's why Elon Musk is freaking out because he bought Twitter and he's opened it up again. I can even have an account on Twitter. Not my original one, that's still banned, but I came up with another one. It's Blood and Faith on Exit, Blood and Faith, just that, Blood and Faith. And they're freaked out. Oh, my God, you're, you're going against us. You're going against the power. You, you can't go against our power. No, I don't, I don't know Elon Musk. I don't know the guy. I've never had a chat with him. Uh, and, and so I don't know where he's at. I don't know if he's a Christian or not. I I. I But boy, he's he's a bee in their bonnet today, isn't he? Because on his platform, he's going to let people speak apparently freer than they could speak uh, two, three years ago. So don't worry about this this WEF uh, coming to uh, crush our, our freedom of speech. Or maybe I'll put it the other way. Worry about the WEF coming to track down our freedom of speech. But the biggest enemy to freedom of speech is not the WEF. It's not the UN. It's not the Bill Clintons. It's not the Hillary Clintons. It's not the Joe Bidens. It's not. The biggest threat to the freedom of speech is Christian cowardice. The biggest threat to the freedom of speech is Christian ignorance and, frankly, Christian cowardice. I, I, I can't call it ignorance because everybody has the Bible. You all got the Bible. You all have the Bible. You all have the words of Jesus Christ. You have the word of God in your hands. But you self-censor. Let's see. What did Jesus say? Hmm, what did he say? He said, oh, what did he say? Anybody is ashamed of me and my words and my words and my words. I will be ashamed of him when I show up with the Father's holy angels. Ring a bell? These words are not for 2,000 years ago. They're for today. And you read what Jesus Christ said. The Jews know exactly what he said. They, they hate, that's why they hate Jesus Christ. They hate his guts. Well, they murdered him. That's why they murdered Jesus Christ. They hate him. They hate what he said. Not like Jesus did something wrong. He didn't do anything wrong. 
That's why they're the hypocrites. They claim to hold the law, but they, they turn around and murder people that they that that that, that uh, put out false news. Far as far as the Jews were concerned, of two thousand years ago, they put it, he put out false news, so they murdered him. Okay, the biggest threat to the freedom of speech in in America in the planet today is cowardly Christians and, and cowardice in the pulpit. And that's why yesterday, I, you know, I, you know, before I've had podcasts on fi- fire your pastor. Yesterday it was a podcast on pastors fire your congregation. If they're putting a squeeze on you to to not say this and not say that, or to say this and to say that, and it's contrary to the word of God, fire them, drive them out. So, and, and you don't have to work very hard to drive them out. All you got to do is what Jesus Christ said: eat my flesh, drink my blood. Bye, see ya, adios. All you got to do is say the words of Jesus Christ. The Jews, hey you Jews. John eight forty four. Oh, they'll leave in droves. They'll leave in droves. They will do you a favor. Oh, I'll lose my money. I know, I know, I know you will. Yes, you're right, you will. And you'll get cast out of the synagogue. The Jews won't love you anymore. The greatest threat to the freedom of speech on the planet today is the self-censorship of the church in the pulpits. And with the laity. And with the people that uh, just the parishioners, they won't say this and they won't say it. I got, I got, oh, I got told to, um, this was years ago. And do I care? <laughs> no, but it's just, you know, there was this person that they wander around with, uh, you know, they get the cross around their neck and then they get the, the, the Jewish star around the cross, the demon star, the star of Rampha. Imagine that you get the star of Satan around your neck and the and the cross of Jesus Christ around your neck at the same time. Oh my God, they were living. No wonder God's cursed your life. No wonder you this and that happened. No wonder you 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 know blah 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 blah. And it's just like <laughs> think about it. You have an opportunity. We got an opportunity. Open up and say the forbidden. Church, this is on you. Fritzbergen, bloodandfaith.com.